Today I'm going to wrap up, I pretty much believe I'm going to wrap up a series we've been talking about, Where Are We in Time? And today I've titled this, What Should We Be Doing? Where Are We in Time and What Should We Be Doing? And uh, I want to look at Matthew 25, where Jesus, or Yeshua, is talking about the fire and the light and the presence of God that were contained within the ten bridesmaids or the ten virgins that we see in Matthew 25. And of these ten, it said five were foolish. And that word literally for foolish, it's the word moros, from which we get the word moron. Now, I know that's a little comical, but that's where it comes from. And I know we use that word, that, that you know, calling people that sometimes, but we need to be careful. What it actually does mean, it means someone who is dull, or who is morally foolish. That's what it means, moron, dull or morally foolish. And that's what it describes them as. They were five foolish. And then the other five were five wise virgins. And all of these ten bridesmaids, they represent the bride of Christ, the church, the body of Messiah who's waiting for the grooms or Yeshua's return. And this is the season right now that we've gone through the 10 days of Aum and uh, Yom Kippur last uh, Sunday. And then uh, we're now in Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles. All of this season, this Feast of the Lord, remember, it's not Jewish feast, it's Feast of the Lord that we see in the Bible. This is the season that his returning probably will happen. All of the spring feasts of the Bible are already fulfilled. It's the fall feast that left to be remained, to be fulfilled, that we believe that Jesus, Yeshua, will return during this uh, time, this Feast of Trumpets, actually, that we started off with, and then the, uh, the time of uh, uh, the Ten Days of Awe, and then Yom Kippur, and now the, the Sukkot, or the Feast of, of Tabernacles, as I said, this is the most happy, joyous time of all the feasts, so smile, <laughs> this is it, because this is the time that God shows himself to be among his people, and he's tabernacling among us. Now, the feasts are a picture of the true that's to come, okay? So, as Rabbi Eric has taught us, we're practicing. So, we, that's why we need to be there and join with Zion's sake. And I know other churches, other congregations, they may not do that. They may not have an understanding like we do at WOW. We're blessed at WOW. We have a very rich biblical understanding of, of our background, of our Jewish roots. So we need to observe that. It's not a matter of your salvation. It's a matter of practicing that because these feasts will last perpetually all through eternity. So in Matthew 25, it says in verses 3 through 5, let me read it. The foolish ones took lamps with them but no oil. And the word for oil, it means that they didn't take any oil to, to light their lamps to keep it burning any longer than necessary. Uh, oil to heal the sick, oil that we use to anoint, and oil that symbolized provisions or even items of commerce with which you buy. Verse 4 says, whereas the others, the, the wise virgins, they took flasks, which is a vessel, vessel that they carried with them of oil with their lamps. Not only did they have the lamp, but they took flask of oil with them for a longer uh, layover of the uh, bridegroom coming. And said, now the bridegroom was late. Now that's a switch. <laughs> Usually it's the bride, but the bridegroom was late. So they all went to sleep. Notice they all went to sleep, the foolish and the, and the wise. And that word sleep, when it, you translate that out, it means to be spiritually dead. And in this parable that Jesus is telling in Matthew 25, it meant that they were spiritually dead. They, were, they yielded to sloth 
and sin, and they were indifferent towards the salvation. Now, this whole parable that Jesus told in Matthew 25, it was about the bride, the servants of the Lord who had gone out to meet the groom. The wise ones were filled with the anointing, the Ruach, the Holy Spirit, the fire, the presence of God, and they chose, and they were prepared and ready for the groom's return. And their reservoirs, their vessels, their spirit, their heart was filled with God's love, God's power, God's oil, His Ruach, His fire. And even though they also slept, they were still prepared. So note that. And even though the groom, Yeshua, tarried, the bride remains ready. They kept the presence of the Lord with them. And then Jesus also, as Luke recorded the same uh, parable or the same story that Jesus told, he put it this way in Luke 21, 34 through 36, but keep watch on yourself. And that's what we're supposed to be doing. The title of this message, what should we be doing? Right now we're in a season, the bridegroom is calling out. Do you hear it in the spirit? The bridegroom is calling out, prepare yourself, be ready, my coming is soon. Even though he tarries, even though he delays, even though we wish, Lord, let it be today. Anybody want it to be today, his coming today? We're loading up a bus right after this service. But he said, keep watch. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Keep watch on yourself. Don't watch your neighbor unless you're helping them, you know, to, to live right but not criticizing, not judging them. Keep watch on yourself or your hearts are going to become dulled by the carousing, the drunkenness, and the worries of everyday living. Now, don't raise your hand, but we're all faced with that, with that battle to keep focused. Amen? He said, in the worries of everyday living, that the day will not spring upon you suddenly like a trap. For it will close in on everyone, no matter where they live, throughout the entire world. And the Lord Jesus said, stay alert. And that's what we're supposed to be doing now. If you're not alert, if you're not awake, if you're like the foolish virgin today, this message is for you. If you're the wise virgin, you're awake, this lesson is to encourage you, don't let your guard down. Stay alert. Keep, keep awake. Keep watching. Be attentive. Be praying. Always praying, Jesus said, that you'll have strength to escape the things that will happen and to stand in the presence of the Son of Man. I want to read the Amplified to you. I don't read that much, but I want to read the Amplified. It says, so be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down and depressed with the giddiness of debauchery and the nausea of self-indulgence and the worldly worries of life. Boy, those are things we have to fight. And then that day when the Messiah returns will not come upon you suddenly like a trap. For it will come upon all those who live on the face of the earth. Everybody's going to be under that temptations. But keep alert at all times. Why? Because we don't know when it's coming. That's the mystery, the mystique that the Lord has about the last days. It says, be attentive, be ready, praying that you may have the strength and the ability to be found worthy to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand in the presence of the Son of Man that is coming. The Lord warns us, stay alert, keep watch, remain awake, be attentive, do not become apathetic and complacent. And that's what we just experienced when we went through the 10 days of awe and Yom Kippur. It was a time we were reflecting, we were searching on ourselves. We were praying Psalm 139 as well as others, Lord, search me, try me. See if there's any evil way in me, Lord, and cleanse me, Lord, and touch me and anoint me to walk in the way everlasting. That's what that season that we just have passed through is 